This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. and listening to Chris and Leicester Tonight Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Chris and Craig on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Right, Chris. All right there. All right about how we doing? Welcome along. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. It's back. 
proper football is back. <laughs> How the devil are you all? Have you missed it? Or were you totally, totally glued to your TV set watching uh, Harry Kane equal Gary Lineker's record? Yeah, I wonder why he wanted to play against San Marino, eh? Oh, honestly, why? That was a separate show on Tuesday. You may or may not have seen it. Welcome along. We've got a bit of a different layout uh, starts tonight, so hopefully it's going to work. Uh, knowing my luck, it probably won't. Um, this is where you can watch and you can listen to uh, Leicester Till I Die TV. <laughs> On your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Oh, yes. On this day in history, Lester Till I Die, I, I was really hoping for something exciting. We're going to be doing this every show. See what happened on this day in Leicester City Football Club's history. And I thought, yeah, let's start with something really exciting, like a 4-3 or a... Well, here we go. This is what we've got today. Saturday, the 19th of November, 1966. What were you doing in 1966? Craig, I think, was probably out on, on, on the pull at that age. <laughs> He'd been round for a bit by then, do you know what I mean? But apparently, a crowd of 25,003... <laughs> And I can see you, Craig. And the three are very, very important. Uh, we're at Filbert Street, and they saw goals from Leicester City strikers at Mike Stringfellow and Derek Dugan. <laughs> yes, the old Doog used to play for Leicester, not just Wolves. And they clinched a 2-1 win over West Bromwich Arbion and took the Foxes up to sixth in Division 1. Now, if you're of a certain age, Division 1, ask your parents. Because that that used to uh, be the Premier League in the good old days. This is the Premier League, um, the Premier League, the Premier League preview show. Uh, as we are going to be looking at Leicester City, Chelsea. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get And an early good evening to Rennie. Um, <laughs> you were in early. How the devil are you, Rennie? 6.43. That's what I like to see. Were you queuing with your sleeping bag? Mm, I'm not sure you probably were. Uh, Rudy, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Welcome along. Nice to have you with us again. And David, always a pleasure. Thanks a lot for joining us. Well, I don't know if you saw um, at lunchtime today on ITV, there was a new programme. It was called Loose Men. Now, after his debut on television, well, say television, on internet vision the other weekend after the Arsenal game, I thought it must be a show about Craig. But no, International Men's Day is today. Of course, women would say that it's like every day, but uh, we would argue, Craig, good evening, sir. How <laughs> the devil are you? Good evening, Chris. Good evening, everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm very well, thank you. And like... Uh... 
I think a lot of people at the, at the moment, I've managed to avoid uh, this horrific cold that's going around. How are you? Mm. You're looking pretty well. I'm, um, I'm not too bad. Uh, I've calmed down. I had an argument with the DWP earlier, but apart, yeah, that yeah. got me frustrations out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, International Men's Day, and of course you are our very own International Man of Mystery. Well, um, I'd like to think so, but obviously I can't talk about it. You can't, of course, because it would, would no longer there be a mystery. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Have it you... was interesting. Sorry, it was interesting you just talking and trying to explain what the first division was. Um, <laughs> there, I went to see a guy called. Um, I uh, I went to see a guy called Tim Minchin uh, this week, yes. and uh, yes. he um, really good comedian, songwriter, or whatever. But he was um, preempting a lot of his. Uh, songs by having a glossary of terms just for the younger ones in the audience and, and sort of railing against anyone who was born this century. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you just reminded me of that, having to explain what the first division was. Yes, the first division. Oh, my God. And do you remember the Milk Cup? I do remember. I remember it. Well, it's been through many phases, all Maybe of these it things. Has. It well, has. There's something called the Simod Cup as well. There was, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think that might have been a forerunner of the uh, Johnson paint. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, um, we probably go back to the Anglo-Italian and the uh, and the Texaco yeah. Cup. I remember both. I yeah. remember. In fact, I think did we play once in the Anglo-Italian? I think we did. I'm sure we and, did. Uh, I believe we did once, you know, but <laughs> hey, all our yesterdays on uh, BBC Radio Indeed. 4, welcome along. On this along. day in the previous century, yeah. <laughs> yes. I was so disappointed with that. I was lucky to start off with a real bang, but it did It did lead us into this conversation. But hey, um, you, you, know, you know the motto of this show, though, Chris, set the bar low. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we do. It. Regularly, but we always fail to come up to it, don't we? <laughs> hey, do you fancy a fancy bit of a sing along? Oh, go on then. Here we go. You gotta join in with this one. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round all through the town. Um, <laughs> Oh, hello. I didn't hear you singing. I bet you muted us when you when you played the video, didn't you? I did because I don't think the world is ready for us yet. I've wasted that. I've wasted that now. <laughs> the the modern day righteous brothers, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not sure not sure about that one. No, unrighteous probably. Yeah. <laughs> Ankit, welcome along, sir. Um Hi, how the devil are you? <laughs> Um, big Chelsea fan did did, did a I'd say a preview with him during the week, which was sort of he pre-recorded his questions, I pre-recorded my answers, and he did a very good job of mashing them together. And then YouTube contacted me saying uh, this gentleman's um, using your videos. Do you want to block him? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the old days of uh, of Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney doing their uh, exactly, their videos yes. on different sides of the Atlantic. Yes, I'm not sure which one I am, but um, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying nothing. <clears throat> no, no. Um, can't wait for the game. This break's been far too long. It certainly has. Um, and he, as he says, then and yes, please do smash the likes. Um, 
and Ollie's at the wheel. Yes, still, still. Although Brendan carries on to be linked, but he came out and he gave short shrift to the old press, didn't he, during the week? He did, he did. It's probably because he's waiting for a different club. It's probably, you know, it's, it's disrespectful now. It'd be interesting if it was disrespectful if uh, if Man City piped up. Yes, but I do get what he means is... No, I think it's, it's like, right, yeah. Yeah, because we get it the other way, because, you know, Brendan's in the job and he's being linked with, with everyone and, and, and the dog. I mean, and, and, he will go. I think we he, when he came down, I thought he'd be here three, four seasons yeah. max get a name for himself and he would move on. But I just think that particular job, when he's turned down Newcastle, mm. and we don't know if he was ever offered it, but he came out and he turned it down with the money and the options there. You know, I, I don't see what he could get. And yes, it's a big club. It's a big name. I get that. But it's it, it's probably one of the most toxic managers' jobs after Chelsea, isn't it? Oh, I would think so. Uh, I, think, I think we're sort of... It seems like we're moving towards a... Um, managerial system that they've got more on the continent where you're there for a couple of years and then you move yeah. on to be honest seems to be that way that you know the same way i mean nobody expects conte to be at spurs beyond a couple of seasons no. and uh, no. i think everything in the game these days is short term so yes. you know managers don't get um five six seven years to to pull a to pull a team together yeah. or a squad together so why do it anymore? Why why bother? Just bring them in for a couple of years, revamp it a couple of, uh, with a couple of players because these teams have got the money to do it every year, uh, every couple of years anyway. So I think it's it, just the way that things are going to go. It, I mean, it works for Chelsea. Mm. It doesn't work for Watford, which, funnily enough, um, of course, Watford, one of Watford's biggest fans is obviously Fabrizio Romano. Yeah, his UK team is Watford. They're owned by Italians. He's mm. Italian. And he said exactly the same point. In Italy, that's what they do. Yeah. You're there a couple of years, you move on. Mm. Um, Roman seems to get it right. Watford, mm. Watford don't. But, you know, when you look at where Claudio's been, he seems to be the epitome of that, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And, and I think the same with players as well. If you're outside of that um, top six or top four or top whatever it is in whatever country yeah. i think fans get used to the fact that they will have players for a couple of seasons and they will move on and then yes. they will be excuse me they'll be replaced by the next bright young thing and i think i think we just have to get used to it to be honest you know and we we do want to grow but obviously the premier league is the hardest league in europe probably in the world to make a consistent breakthrough. I think you'll get teams now and again, but you're going to get to a point where you're starting every season where there's 10, 12 teams who think they can finish in the top six. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, again, I just think that's the way it's going. And you, you've got to sort of be a little bit realistic that you can't have it every year. And I think football, you know, like has, has, has already changed tremendously. I mean, we were having a laugh then about the Simod Cup and, and all those, but football itself has changed. And yeah. I was talking on, on another channel uh, during the week, um, and it's I think there's so many millennials, if you like, that don't remember, for example, Man United fans think that they've got this God-given right to be a 
winning the league season in mm-hmm. season out, or at least being top four. But they haven't got a god given right because no. they, they, a lot of them though are too young. They don't remember the pre Alex Ferguson years when Man United weren't that good, weren't finishing top four year in year out, despite no. the fact that they're a big name. And you know it was all Liverpool, and they've gone thirty years, thirty seasons. Mm-hmm. Before they've come back and won, you know, like they had a fantastic year when they did it because they won everything they could. But I mean, know. don't forget, you know, again in 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 my lifetime, in your lifetime, uh, I remember Manchester United being relegated by Man City. Yes. I mean, the famous yes. goal by Dennis Law, who back here went, went, went from yeah, back here went yes. from Manchester United to Manchester City. You know that that's rarely going to happen these days, and then scored a goal to send them down to. The old second division, the championship, as it were. Yes, yeah. And, and I, the other thing that make, makes me laugh about this is that whilst Ollie and Brendan have both been at the set, you know, both been managing in the UK at the same time. So Brendan at Man United, uh, Brent, sorry, Brendan, fraudulent slip there. <laughs> Brendan at Leicester, Ollie at Man United. Ollie has always finished above us. Yeah. In the league. And yet, but, you know, then they say, "Well, you've won the FA Cup and you've won the, you know, the mm-hmm. the, the uh, Champions Cup of England." the Super Cup, as I like to call it. But hey, it's a strange old game, as somebody once said. Um, but we're, we're back uh, yeah. with the Premier League, um, the aforementioned Premier League, this Saturday. Uh, King Power, oh God, it's an early kickoff. I hope they're going to set their alarms. You can watch it on BT Sport and you can listen to it on BBC Radio Leicester, lcfc.com forward slash radio, which I've got to be totally honest with you, is probably the best. I love Jerry Taggart on that. And the pilot is now also on Talk Sport as well. Um, you're going to be there, young man. I will be there indeed. Looking forward to, uh, to getting back inside the stadium and... Um... Mm. Hopefully, a better performance than we put up the last time we were there. And, and the last time week. we had an early kickoff. Yeah, but I mean, it's a big week for the club. You know, you've got Chelsea now. You know, teams are starting to position themselves. We've seen Arsenal coming back. You know, Spurs are going to be better than they were um, yeah. now that Conte is there. We can't afford to keep dropping off the pace. Uh, and then, obviously, we have the huge game in midweek in Europe as well. Yes, yeah. I mean, it would just be like Leicester to turn the season round and go, say, to the semis in, in the Europa League and just do everything the hard way. That's the Leicester way, isn't it? Well, it'd be nice. Maybe we're going to have one of those seasons where we do it the other way and uh, we start getting players back towards the end of the yes. season rather than losing them. Yes. I mean, if we... I'm going to, I'm going to jump ahead to this one uh, at the moment, but this this is how things sit at the moment. Chelsea in first wow. uh, with 26. And, I mean, they're my pick to win the Premier League and nothing so far I've seen has changed my mind on that. We're down there in 12th at 15th. We're getting the excuses week in, week are, oh, you know, it's, it's early days yet, it will come right and you know, things will turn around. How long can we keep saying that you know this time last season we were in the top four here we're not even in the top 10 it's got to happen sooner rather than later hasn't it well it has but then you can add on to the end of that or what what are we going to sack brendan you know you know we, we all talk about this about um you know not wanting him to go to to man U. this that and the other he's coming out saying 
you know, I'm happy where it is. Do, do we get mm. to the point where, you know, we're into the new year, we're into the end of January and we're out of the FA Cup and we're in 14th spot and questions are being asked about him? I think sometimes managers have got some money in the bank, as it were, in terms of what they've achieved. Uh, yes. And as hard as it is to watch, you know, when you've been used to success and being up there, I think a lot of teams, particularly teams like Leicester, uh, in the past it's been the same when, when Everton were up there regularly. Teams have a blip of a year. You know, maybe this mm. is our blip of a year, but I think you've got to sort of stick with it uh, as hard as it is. Oh, yes. I mean, to I mean I've always said I've, I've, I'm calling this our reality check year. Mm. You know, uh, but you say, yeah, you say money in the bank. Um, Ranieri is probably laughing at you with those words as they, as they came out of your mouth because you can't yeah. get much richer in the bank than the Premier League. And, and he went, I mm. know what you mean, though, but I mm. just think, yes, it, it, you know, if we do have a bad season, you, you look, you've got to look at the bigger picture mm. and you've got to look what Brendan is building. Yeah. You know, and, you know, some managers, he's come in. And yes, he was quite lucky because I think when you look back at you know the Claude Puel years, we can say, oh, it was boring, blah, blah. but he started to build the foundations mm. a bit like I believe Nigel with, with Claudio. Um, you know, and, yeah. I, and I just think that you've got to look at what Brendan's trying to do. Mm. And this is the first time we've had a squad this big where we can integrate and swap round and it might just be taking a little bit of time to sort of bed yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, it could, it could well be. I think, I think it does take time, you know, and you get, you become the victims of your own success, not just in yeah. terms of, you know, where we've finished in the league and then there's an expectation with, that comes with that. But also, you know, the, the better the club is, the better players we're bringing in, those players will start being picked off. Like we said earlier in the in the piece, um, you know, if you've got good players for two or three seasons, then they're going to get picked off, yeah. and that's probably what's going to happen to us. And it is really only Europe uh, that's going to keep those players here. Um, I mean, we've even seen Schmeichel coming out um, apparently over the last few days and saying that he wants to play in the Champions League again before he finishes his career. Now. What's the chances of him doing that here at the moment? Yeah. Probably not, which means he's looking to move. So I think it's, uh, I think we're in for a, a an interesting, uh, and I use that word um, sort of advisedly. Yes, um, <laughs> uh, twelve months to be honest. I, I think you're quite right, um, and I think there is a, a natural hierarchy to football. Um, you know, you, you look at Leicester and we'll never be classed as a top six club because that's Sky and we don't, you know, have the pull worldwide that the other clubs do. You know, Arsenal could get relegated to, to the second tier and they'd still be called a top six club. That That's how it works. But we are always going to have our players picked off. But then, you know, a Man United could lose their players to a Real Madrid. Or, but you know... Yeah. We, we, so it, it, there is that hierarchy, and I'm just wondering if if we don't see Fafana sat on the bench or, or in the you know close to the team in the stands, is he in the changing room having a quick word with um with Abramovich? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. I don't think that would be um, sensible a move for him at the moment. It's just 
you know, it's um, we're getting towards January. You know, the window will be open again. You know, it will be lucky if he's played by then. So, yeah. But then you get a lot of just mis- mischief makers, don't you? You get agents causing mischief. You get people. People put smoke screens up as well. Don't forget that. You know, it's probably easy to for for clubs and agents to throw up other names. Meanwhile, they're going round the back door to get someone else who's never been into a conversation. Say, oh, no, Chelsea won't be after them because they're after Fafana or whatever. But meanwhile, mm. they've got another target lined up. I don't yes. think you can believe half the stuff that you... I, I mean, how many of the actual transfers that were uh, rumoured to be happening in the summer window actually happened? Probably 10%, if that. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, yeah, good players are always going to have bigger clubs coming after them, but yes. you, we just have to live with it. We, we we have probably three times as many papers to fill as we used mm. to, more TV channels, more mm. shows like like this than other ones that, that are you know that are out there on YouTube. There's, there's a lot of time to be filled with rumours, isn't there? Exactly. I mean, you know, people come out of nowhere. Nowhere. I know we we talked about Fabrizio and. Um, but you know, I love the guy, but who is he? <laughs> you know, yeah. where where is he suddenly in all of these clubs and got all of these people giving him information? I'm not sure, but these reputations build, and the only yeah. way they maintain these reputations is by breaking more and more stories, you know. So yes. you know, there's certain people on the internet that you usually swear yes. by and unless yes. it's coming from one of those you, you you let it wash by i don't know if you've seen there is actually uh, a video on youtube for provizio it's like a day in his life mm-hmm. and it gives the um a history of how he got to where he is with all yeah. his contacts and it does actually make very very it's a very interesting i think it's about 20 25 minutes but it's oh, a very yeah. very interesting show good yeah. evening melina hi melina may the, may the best team win as long as it's uh, leicester um, yeah, I've got to be careful because, of course, I can't joke about Arsenal anymore because they're above us. But <laughs> hope you are well and still. Can I just say? Can I just say why you're there, Melina? I've I've seen um, some of your, your stuff on social media. The, the paintings and things that you're doing at the moment are fantastic. So uh, if anybody hasn't seen them, pop over to to Melina's uh, social media and, and take a look, Melina. I think what Craig's trying to say there is, can he do some, uh, what do they call it, lifestyle modelling? <laughs> Real life modelling, you know. I don't, I don't think the canvases are wide enough. <laughs> well, all I'll say is, you've seen the picture of yourself in, in the race, show, <laughs> And, you know, just a just a, sort of a couple of bunches of bananas and, mm. and, and you, you, you're covered. Mm. And Melina... She says thank you very much, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, contact contact him. He'll, he'll pose for you. He'll pose for you. I'm thinking that picture may be putting people off coming and challenging me. <laughs> Indeed, it may be. It may be. Like Andrew says, there half the time it's agents stirring things up. Yes, it, it so is. And like I say, papers to fill. And you look at the Mercury. And to be honest with you, the Mercury used to <laughs> exactly. You know, it used to have. You could. Trust that the, the local guy knew somebody at the club and would be breaking stories. Now it's just taking off news now or whatever it yeah. is, and uh, you know uh, you click on a story and the actual there's like one line that refers oh, to the headline. It's total clickbait these days. The less America is, 
Yes, yes. It's a shame. It's a shame, mm. but it's how, how things are going. But uh, 30 times we've played Chelsea in the Premier League. Uh, we've got six. Um, they've got 15. Of course, we do have the, the old FA Cup uh, that isn't counted in there, but um, nine draws included as well. And last season... On as even, really. We mm. beat them, although that was under uh, Mr Lampard, who, of course, could well be a replacement for us should uh, should Brendan get, decide that he wants to be a bus driver. And, of course, they got the win um, a couple of days after we, uh, we, we, we took the FA Cup off them with the old Battle of the Bridge there. So yeah. it's going to be an interesting game. I think it will be. Um you know, I, you've only got to admire, really, what Tuchel's done yes. at Chelsea since he's yeah. gone in there. I think Frank did a good job. Um, I think he got a... I think he, he sort of lost his way a little bit because he put he put so much uh, faith in the youth and almost that was his, um, that was his ticket. That was his uh, big red bus from Brexit or whatever, that he was going to promote youth. And then all of a sudden... Yeah. You know, they got the, the transfer embargo when he bought all these players in. And then he struggled. He struggled to to manage big-name players or bigger players. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's easier, I would say, to manage when you're promoting youth, you know, because they look up to you, they'll do whatever you say. But yes. when you're bringing in players, and that's where he lost his way a little bit. But Tuchel's done a great job, to be fair. Uh, and... I was unsure about Tuchel, I must admit, but I do I do yeah. like the guy. I like the way he, he talks about the game as well. So it'll be a tight game, I think. I think totally, uh, totally 100% agree with you there. And I've got to be totally honest, when he came in, I, well, it was a typical Chelsea move because they had done um, well under Frank with the transfer embargo. He'd got them to fourth. He'd got them in the Champions League. So for most clubs, he wouldn't have been a failure. But of course, Chelsea as we discussed earlier, change manager won the Champions League. So you can't yeah. say that it was a bad decision by them. But I didn't know him when he came in, wasn't sure about him. But, you know, the way that he made the Chelsea players stay on the pitch when we got presented with the FA Cup and what have you, he, he went up a lot in my esteem on yeah. that. And I thought, you know, the, the win, Champions League win as well. And had maybe come in at the start of the season rather than halfway through, who knows, Chelsea might have, you know, been giving giving City a run for the money, yeah, uh, and I think there will be. It's no surprise where where they are at the minute. I think they've got a really good squad as well. It's not just uh, it's not just an eleven or thirteen players. It's a really good squad, deep yeah. squad, and you know he's not afraid to to mix it up as well. And and it's not been to the detriment of the team. I mean, you've got Aspilicueta, who can't seem to get a game at the moment. Uh, he comes in now and again, but then you get Chalabar coming out of nowhere and having a run of games and looking yes. like uh, he's been there for years um, as, as a top player. Obviously, he's been at the club for for years. You get Alonso. Alonso started the season fantastically well. You know, came back in out of the cold, as it were. All of a sudden, he's put to one side, Chilwell's in, and then Chilwell starts playing really well. Yes, and banging goals in as well. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. So he's managed this he's managed this way of rotating the team as well without upsetting anyone. And that's the sign of a really good manager. Pep does it, Klopp does it, and now Tuchel's doing it. 
Yeah, no, he does indeed. Welcome back, Renny. Got your message earlier. You obviously <laughs> came in and then it was too cold in your sleeping bag waiting for the doors <laughs> to open and you went. Uh, we're good. Hope you are too. And um, she says she has the Jamie Vardy books. Funnily enough, uh, I don't know if anybody's got this yet, but I've just got uh, I've just got my signed copy today. Then if you can see that, Young Millsy, uh -huh. mm. uh, Life in Football, Gary Mills, um, forward by Gary Bertles. I mean, another another ex Leicester captain that came from from Nottingham Forest, but yeah. uh, we we had him on the show lately. Um, lately, I've only just got it today, so I haven't started it yet. But I will keep um, will keep you updated. Mm. But it's well if you if you need a Christmas present, it, it it's good. Talking of Christmas presents, and I'm going off at a track I know here, but um, keep a lookout because any time now we are going to be launching the Leicester Till I Die gift range. Oh, um, excellent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a blow-up pig or anything like that, but there's going to be T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, pens, luggage labels. There's going to be a total mix. So um, all please, Leicester please, Till I Die repeating. Please tell me there's no Leicester Till I Die thong that you're going to be modelling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there is a mankini. <laughs> but you've got That's the body. That's got to be for Brad. Brad needs <laughs> to be wearing that. <laughs> well, he's got. He has got a bit of the look of that guy, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> really, but uh, um, but yeah. Um, looking at his injuries, Tuchel uh, has been saying that it's unlikely that um, Lukaku will play. Which is which is good. Uh, same with Werner, uh, which maybe isn't because he, he, he if he plays he doesn't score. And Kovic is it? Kovic, I can. Kovic, Kovic, Kovic. Yeah, it's easy for you to say. And so they've got they've got a few injuries, but of course we've got Tillman's out. I suppose it had to happen, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, he had that massive run, didn't he? I think he was the current holder, wasn't he, of uh, current uh, record for the most consecutive games played mm. in the Premier League by an outfield player, which has sadly yeah. come to an end. And in seemingly innocuous circumstances as well. And that's that seems the story of us, doesn't it? You know, we had Barnes and, and James Justin, I think, were both seemingly innocuous things that kept them out for a while. But, I mean, this is a challenge for... Uh, uh, for Brendan, I mean, um, what's he going to do without his quarterback, Chris? I mean, well, it's uh, I, didn't, I didn't say it, I thought I'd let you, I thought I'd let you say it there. <laughs> yeah, he's got some decisions to, to, he's got a big decision to make. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how he goes. And, and I'm glad we're not doing a pick a team, uh, because I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what he's going to do. Well, I do honestly, I think the pick a teams are very hard this season because. You know, there are so many teams that are making so many changes, mm. you know. Um, Neil, good evening to you from Beyond the 90, Hello. Great Leicester Channel. Go and check it out. Um, just make sure on Sunday, please, please make sure that Ant's got his stepladder with him uh, post-match. Um, Andrew says here, uh, and I'm no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying everybody something, by the way. But uh, if you want to sign up, because you can subscribe and become a member of Leicester Till I Die TV. If you become a gold member, there's there's um, bronze, silver, and gold. Gold members will get you a discount on. Lester Till I Die merchandise. So check that out on, on our homepage. And um, Andrew says, are you doing a Lester Till I Die Willy Warmer? Talking, talking, two... of, 
Talking of gold members. <laughs> yeah, hey, boom, boom. Indeed, I like that one. <laughs> well, there's going to be two versions available, Andrew. Uh, for me, there's one that just literally says LTID, and there's one for Craig that says Lester Till I Die dot com. You know? <laughs> Established 18. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You can, you know, as the night goes on, you can get the whole Lester history yeah. there. We we should move on. Any, we're going to be coming, remind me of that because we're going to be coming up to score predictions later. My mind's gone now, Andrew. <laughs> you've, you've said me in places I don't want to go. Um, I'll just see you now. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, a mankini or a willy warmer. Yeah, shall we move on? I think we probably should, shouldn't we? <laughs> I think it's time. I think it's time. Let's look at the form. <laughs> That's the right thing to be looking at. But let's look at the form going into this game. I mean, you know, it is the top for a reason. You know, most people's, including my own prediction to win the league. Um, you know, they've beaten Southampton, Brentford, but a bit like us, you know, they, they were under pressure. Norwich, well, what can you say? I mean, that was just a that was up that was yeah. sort of a, a an England San Marino type performance, was. wasn't it? I'm surprised Harry you know. Kane wasn't playing for him. <laughs> well, he, he probably thought if he could get a game, he would have done get a few goals. <laughs> uh Newcastle and um Burnley, though. Burnley oh, got a draw. Yeah. Speaking to that, I was speaking to Dan, Dan the Burnley man. Uh, from Turf Morehouse, and he said that if Leicester play the way that Burnley did, he, he could actually probably see us getting at least a point, if not all three. The problem is, if we play the way Burnley play, we've got every chance of being relegated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is that. That is very, very true. <laughs> um, but I think Leicester's form, obviously, if we look at that, mm. that's the, you know, it's just... It's not the worst form you've ever seen. You could say we've only lost one in one in five, but it's just the inconsistency. I think the, you know. I think the thing to take from that is there's probably only one good performance in there, and that was yes. the Man United one. So it, even yes. though we've got two draws, they were not great performances, and the Brentford yeah. win wasn't a great performance either, which is more worrying. I mean, normally you would say, well, if you're playing badly and getting a result, then you know yeah. things are going to be all right, but. We're not, you know, <laughs> we shouldn't be getting drawn. And I think this is the thing that, you know, if we look back to these were games that last season we would have been winning. Like mm. you say, Crystal Palace, we 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 only got two goals because they made two mistakes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We're not um, we're not creating enough, are we? Um, no, that's an issue. You know, we were creating a lot and we were taking a lot last season. You know, you, but sometimes you have those. You know, obviously it wasn't a perfect season. It wasn't far off. You know, we were one game shy of almost having a perfect season. Um, but you're not going to get that all the time. And we're just finding it a little bit tough at the minute. And it is, here's how you come through it. I mean, in, in years gone by, I, I don't like harping on about, you know, years gone by, but mm. a bad season years gone by would have been a relegation battle and, and yes. a prop, proper, uh, probably a relegation on the back of it. So, our bad seasons are now sort of mid-table, which is, which is progress of some kind, I guess. <laughs> it is, but then, like you say, you know, success builds expectations. It does. And, you know, we, we, we've, I feel in a way we've almost been like two seasons ahead of our, our um, 
you know, equal teams, if you like. I mean, you know, what we've achieved in the last two years, you've now got other teams, Arsenal coming back, you've yeah. got West Ham doing well, mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've even, you know, Brighton having a good, you know, yeah. teams like this, that last few seasons weren't, you know, we wouldn't call them competitors, but, you know, for, for that fifth, sixth place, but suddenly there's a lot more in the mix for those, those places. There is, and as I say, I think it's going to be like this going forward year on year now. I think mm. teams, I've said it before, if, if you stick around in the Premier League long enough, you earn enough money to be going and picking off some really good players from around Europe. Um, so any team who's not in European competition, you know, anyone in the Premier League can go and pick off their best players. So it's going to get stronger and stronger. And uh mm. You know, it's, um, I mean, you've got a couple at the bottom these days. So it it makes it harder for anybody coming into the league to do really well. I mean, you you tend to get one who does well. You know, we had Leeds last season, um, but others are struggling. And the the danger is, the the flip side of that, as, as the season, as the Premier League gets stronger and stronger, your bad season puts you in more danger of being mm. dragged into something because um, yes. everyone around you is doing well. So it's something that needs to be um, arrested, this sort of slip. And, 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 and as I say, it's more about performance for me. I think I think if you get the performance, the results will follow. Um, that if you haven't got, if you're getting some results, but your performances are dipping, then your luck tends to run out. Yes. Yeah. And, the old um, season so far, and that is very, very small for me. I don't know how, how big it is for you. So I'm just going to try and uh, and get this up on another computer so I can I can I can read it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one the ones I tend to look at on this is, and this is it: chances created per match. You know, we're at one point oh nine, and you've got Chelsea at two point two seven. Yeah, I'd, you know what? I'd, I'd like somebody to actually explain what that chances created per match was because I think in the Man United match alone, what we had didn't we have something like twenty-two goal attempts or whatever? I mean, mm. how many of those? I mean, we've only played eleven games. Even if if they were classed as a chance each, there's two yes. per game. So yes. I, I'm not sure how they cre- how, how they work that out. To be honest, it's one of those like predicted goal type yeah. things, but. The other worrying one, which you you know, you I think we know how this one's worked out. Clean sheets. You know, What's we've that? had I, one. I've heard about that. Yeah, as, as I say, I didn't want to keep harping onto the past, but clean sheet? No, no, can't remember. Can't remember them. No, no, no. Maybe we need to sort of get the old pizzas out again. But mm. <laughs> first day of the season, all joking aside, Chelsea have had seven out of eleven. Yeah. Um I'm not Ooh, saying, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you, I don't think you can necessarily blame Casper because I think a goalkeeper can only be as good as the defenders in front of him. And we know we've had a lot of trouble with, you know, our defence this season um, because you can't expect a goalkeeper to save everything all That's the time. He'll, they'll, they'll do what they can, but it is a, a problem. And it's just... The injury crisis does seem to have get got worse since we've got mm. rid of um, was it Dave Richardson or or, or the, the 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 medical oh, yeah, guy, yeah. The Dave Rennie, Dave Rennie. That's it. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Because we we went through what we won a Premier League on the strength mm. of hardly any injuries, and yeah. then this season 
you know, is that, you know, does that end up at Brendan's door because he made that decision and brought those people in? I don't know. I mean, it's been interesting because people are saying, uh, I've heard a, a few people, and I think Fafana came out this week and said it, and he, that he was surprised at the intensity of the training. Yeah. Now, because uh, he said, you, you play in France, and he said, you virtually don't touch anyone. You know, it's almost like uh, tag rugby. But he said here, yeah. it's really intense. Uh, and he talked about, I think, his first day when Vardy two-footed him, I think, just to sort of welcome him to the club. Um, and I'm not even sure that was during training. Um, but he, um, he, you know, whether it is that intensity, whether it is their methods, you know, we're supposed to be in a facility that's one of the best in Europe um, mm. for, for looking after player welfare. Now, obviously, we, we've had these injury problems for the last few seasons before we've gone in there, but... You do need to look at it. And and certain teams have gone through similar things. I mean, Liverpool seem to have had a lot of uh, muscle injuries as mm. well over the last few seasons, particularly going through their midfielders. So, I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing. And, and it, it's a closed shop, isn't it? You know, so no, yeah. no stories ever come out. I mean, do, do, you, do you think that, I mean, normally, if we're having a good season, mm. and we have had a couple of good seasons, these sort of things... Tend to say, eh, well, we've still we still got fifth, you know. Yeah, we know we've had a lot of injuries, you know. Mm. Christian Fuchs, blessing, was coming on with his, you know, Zimmer frame and and, and getting a game. Mm. Uh, and when you're winning, these things aren't questioned. But when yeah. you're you know, having an an iffy season compared to what we've had, you yeah. do start to look at these things. You do seem to say, well. What's um, you know, Colo Tori doing as our defensive coach? What's um, well, you know, what's happening with the the, yeah. the, the 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 facilities? And there are a lot of que these questions popping up all of a sudden. Yeah, it, it's like anything is. It's bound to be when when things go wrong, fingers are pointed. You know, and yeah. when, when things are going well, everyone's a, a star. But you, you're quite right in saying that the year we won the we won the league. Um, Never get tired of saying that, do you? Um, you never, no, 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 no. Um, I never get tired of looking over my shoulder <laughs> either. No. Uh, we did. We we kept a virtually a, a very solid eleven, and probably I don't know how many players we actually used during the season, but it was we managed to avoid injuries, and everybody just knew what they were doing. So it does play a part in um, the consistency of a team: injuries and form, or whatever, and, and not moving it around too much. I think the biggest issue is, aside from injuries, I don't think Brendan's ever worked out what his best team is no. or his best formation. And I don't think that really helps either. No, no. I mean, I remember during the, like you say, don't, let's not get fed up with saying it, the championship winning season, mm. we had uh, the freezer, the crypto cryo freeze thing, whatever it was. I know, I know Boris Johnson tried to do similar during the election and hide in a big freezer. I don't think it's worked out quite as well for him. No. But, you know, these sort of, if something's working, why aren't we kind of still doing it? I, I just don't, like you say, though, things, you know, things will be pointed at when we are not doing so well. Yeah, and what we'll do is we're going to have a look at, uh, at some of the players uh, when we come back, and we'll have a bring up in a few comments, and we'll be doing that uh, straight after this. It's the Premier League preview show with Chris and Craig on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. <laughs> Whoa.
Well, don't you feel down with the kids when you see that one, uh, Craig? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, let's just um, let's just try and bring some comments up here. We'll, we'll, we'll go past the uh, we'll go past the uh, Willie Warmer comments. <laughs> yeah, Neil, we'll we'll leave your comment out as well. <laughs> Although it is it is quite funny, but I can't put that up. Uh, Renny, do you do Chris? Do you want Jamie Vardy or Daka in the starting eleven? I've got I've got to say I want I want Jamie because I think he does. Well, against these teams, m- m- scored more goals against the top six than any other player. Yeah, I think I, I, I can understand people sort of clamouring for Dakar, um, but he's going to be one of those that's going to have to be sort of phased in over time. I think you know you can't expect him to be the the answer to everything. He's got to he's got to learn learn what the Premier League's all about. You know, he's had a couple of great games and then he's had a couple of quiet games. So. But that you expect that. So, yeah. for me, I don't think you can look beyond Jamie. No. Um, I want to let you answer this um, mm. uh, uh, here, uh, first of all, and then I'll come in with mine. But Rene's, Rene's question, um, do you want Jesse, uh, Brazilian guard, or keep James Madison? Um, I don't see why you would get rid of Madison if you were bringing Jesse in. I know you, you could make an argument say they're better or similar players who play in a similar position, but there's nothing wrong with um, with uh, with improving the squad and, and yeah. competition for places. I mean, on their form, I, let's put it this way: on last year's form, you would say Jesse Lingard all day long, probably based on what Madison did. The year before, Jesse couldn't get a game at Man United and Madison was was playing great. So form comes and goes. Um, I think Madison will come back. What Madison needs to do is obviously realise now how far down the pecking order he is in terms of the World Cup that's coming up at the end of next year. So he, if he wants to be part of that squad, he's really got to start turning some performances up in a... In a yeah. on a regular basis because you know before it was the you know some players same with Harvey Barnes you know they were there they were on the periphery and now people are coming over them as if they're stuck in the inside lane on the motorway you know Emil Smith Rowe now has gone past him as well you can't mm. afford to be putting in run of the mill performances and one decent performance every 3 or 4 you know so he's got to step up so Long rounded, uh, long winded uh, answer, um, and not really giving an answer either. So, I'll, I would take Jesse definitely, <laughs> um, but not sorry, Brad. If we have to move, <laughs> yeah. I've got to say, um, yeah, you, I'm not sure <laughs> on that one if you're any wiser, any, but for me, um, I'll keep I'll keep mine a bit more straightforward. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I would keep Madison every day of the week. For me, yeah, I mean, he's going through a good period, it is um, Lingard, but we all know that won't last. Um, you know, yes, he, you know, he came on and he scored for England. Oh, yes, you know. We were probably playing Andorra, Angola, Madagascar, Faroes, and we were playing one of those teams, possibly. Yeah, he's played well. He's still living off the back, I do think, of his West Ham loan. 
Mm. Um, but I don't think he's consistent. That's the thing with him. He's, he's not a consistent player. And, you know, with, with Leicester, like you say, with Barnes, is maybe taking a step back. But, you know, they've had their injuries. And that's the thing. It, it, and when they're not coming back into a team that's full of confidence. So, no, I mean, for me, Madison, uh, I've got to be honest with you. Now, here's, ladies and gentlemen, where it is going to get um, interesting because we are going to pick, or well, I'm not going to pick, my my wise old owl is going to pick our um, combined 11. Now, who will get in there? Will it be full of Leicester players? Um, will it be not full of Leicester players? <laughs> um, or... Is it going to be a nice split down the middle? Go ahead, go. What do you what? Uh, let's see what Craig yeah. has. Uh, let me get rid of that, and then we'll see what what Craig has uh, gone for. So you're, a, you know, we've we, we've only done. I think we've only done this once before because recently we've been playing. Um, we've been playing teams where I've said there's only going to be one or two of the opposition getting in. I think we did it for. Yes. We said that for Leeds, there was no point. Brentford, no point. There's a lot of point to this one because this is this is tough. And, you know, that there's only a few. Uh, there's two or three positions here, particularly a couple, where it could have gone either way. And yes. I think I've probably tried to balance it up a little bit. But it'll be interesting because, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are going to disagree with my choices. Um, but then that's why the comments box is there. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what people say. It is. And of course, we, we've got to say that this is all opinions and it is only opinions only. So uh, we will bring some opinions up at, at the end of it. But um, uh, first of all, your, your, your goalkeeper. Well, what, what we've also got to say is we're basing this on everyone being fit. So this is right. This is yeah. fit squads. This isn't who's likely to play so this is if everyone's fit and playing at their best what would be the combined 11 so right so even players that are injured we are taking it the exactly. fact that if they were fit yep no yeah, that is exactly. good I'm, i i am happy with that um it makes sense um so who were hmm. you going for a four three one two there yeah it was the closest to the to what i wanted which was a a, a four one Three two, so um, yes. so I can, we can work with this. We can work with what we've yeah. got here. Yeah. Uh, so goalkeeper, again, mm. one of the, one that could have gone either way. To be honest, um, I've been really yes. impressed with with Mendy. Um, I think he's very in, in a in a league where I don't think there's many imposing goalkeepers anymore. Um, mm. These are probably two of the most imposing. I think Mendy and Schmeichel. Uh, in, in different ways. Um, but I think I've just tipped it to Mendy. If if it was like, yeah. who would I want now? I think Schmeichel has been a fantastic servant for us. Um, but right of this moment, I think I would take Mendy. No, I, I've got to be honest with you. I, I totally uh, agree uh, I think he, he, he well you can just I, mean, I know it's we've said it's the defense as well but um on on this things the way they are now 
yes, I, I, I can't, I can't argue with that. Let's just yeah. see if anybody yet has commented on the uh, on the old goalkeepers. Um, Andrew said he can't see Madison ever playing again. Uh, Renny, has gone for Casper. Um, yeah. Having said that, she's gone for eleven Leicester players, so I don't think. And <laughs> I don't think she's going for the combined. Uh, she's going for the combined <laughs> eleven. I think, she, or, or she, she they just said, "Yep, that's the best eleven. I'm a Leicester fan. That's what's going to happen." Right? Do you want to go left and get it out the way, or shall we start on the right? No, let's go left. Let's uh, let's do that. Um... This I mean, is going to be so interesting. Choose, there's so many to choose from, really. Um, yes. I, you know, I think I, 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 I think Alonso's a great player. Not so much a great person, you know, for those who know his history. Um, yeah. But I think he's a really good player. Um, Thomas is obviously one for the future, hopefully. Um, Castagna's been brilliant over there. And then we've got James Justin. Um and that that James Justin for me it's it's sort of between James Justin and Chilwell uh, and I know you know you if I put Chilwell in there it's really going to cause some some problems for you but um, I know Rennie's agreed with you there yeah I, I it's difficult because of you know he does have defensive uh, frailties we know that I think Chilwell but yeah. I, I'm so close to putting James Justin in, but we, we've seen James Justin for the best part of a season and a bit, and I think he will go on. If he comes back the player that he, he was when he left us, he's going to be a superstar. Mm. So his time will come, but for now, I think I'm going to have to go with Chilwell. I mean, he's he's back in England, uh, England squad again. Um, he was out of that for a while. I know, you know, I still can't justify the hate that he got when he was at Leicester. You know, when he was, no. he was at Leicester, he was England's number one left back. And you don't mm. get that by being the, the bad player that a lot of fans did it. But Leicester fans, or, or, or a section of Leicester fans, I should say, do seem to like to have a state scapegoat yeah. each season. And, and I think it was Chilwell. And yeah. You can't blame him wanting to leave, you know, and wanting to better himself. You know, we've, we've got to, you know, we all sit here and we all moan and, and say, oh, he's, he's been going here and why is he leaving and going there? Mm-hmm. We do it with jobs. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it is. But no, yeah. I agree at the moment, Chilwell, you know, it, it, he's playing well at the moment. You can't. He is, and he's got, he's got a goal threat in him as well. He's probably, yeah, well, the, probably yes, scored we do, yeah. more than, uh, he's probably scored more than Madison this season, I would have thought. Mm. No, indeed, and he he scored a few, you know some good goals for us. Let's not forget, yeah. 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 And, um, he, and he can well. He nearly got one in the FA Cup final. Um, <laughs> of course, nearly not quite. What a no. shame! <laughs> no cigar, Joe, there, Ben. No cigar. But no, I agree with you. I th- I, I I would go for Chilwell as well. Um, right back in the dressing room again. This it's so so tough. So tough mm. because you know I really like Reese James. Um, yeah, I think he's a fantastic right back. Uh, he'd be in there for England for me, you know. But having said that, mm. you've got Trent Alexander Arnold. Um, for those who who don't know much about football, you've got Carl Walker. Um, 
can't stick Kyle Walker if, if, if nobody had worked that one out. Um, but I, think Rhys, I, think, I had, yeah. yeah I think Rich James is a great player. And again, he's got a goal threat. And this is worrying for tomorrow, to be honest, yes. isn't it? The goal threat yes. that comes from all over the place. Um, but to be fair, a little bit, I have tried to balance this up a little bit. And um, at the best of his game, when he's at the top of his game, Pereira is uh, is still a fantastic player. So I'm just going to nudge Ricardo uh, ahead of Rhys James. All right. Let's have a look if I think he actually comes under Ricardo. Yes, he does. Um, there we go. So Leicester have got one in. I must admit, it's one more than I thought we'd get in the defence at the moment. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rene said there, Reese or Ricardo. Well, that was your tough decision there. Yeah, and it could again if you'd, if you'd gone for Reese, uh, Reese James. There's no way I would have would have argued with that. Yeah, but again, this is why Chelsea are top of the table. You can't look. You know, I did a show the other day, and um, it was compared. I don't know if I told you whether we've spoken mm. since, but it was the current West Ham United squad comparing it to the Leicester squad of. 15-16 when we won the Premier League and could West Ham do it because they're the most likely or even yeah. get into the top four. It was really hard to compare players that have played 11 games mm. to, to a team that have played 38 and won the, won the Premier League. Yeah. I think it was something like 9-2 in favour of Leicester and everybody kind of accused okay. me of being biased. But I'm saying, well, mm. you know, we, we won it. We won the damn thing and Chelsea are top for a reason. And it's yeah. because they have got these good players. Centre-backs, whichever one you want to go for first, I'm, I'm easy. Well, let, let's go Let's go right side. Uh, so next to Ricardo. Yeah. Again, this is based on if everybody's playing at the top of the game. Yeah. Um, plus, I've taken other things into consideration, you know, their age and bits and pieces like that. Yeah. But um, So for me, Fafana is going to go in there. I can't argue with that at all. And I don't think the Chelsea chairman would argue with you at all no. there. I think, I think if he uh, if he had his way, he would uh, he would have him in there as well. Uh, agree. Totally agree. Um, when he's gone, Johnny or, or Silver. Um, dare I guess at the last one? Well, I, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, no, I, I'm just going to because think, you know, you know I'm, I'm, whether, it's, I'm, whether it's a certain Dane at all. I, I'm I'm sitting here changing my mind. Um, Are you? Yeah. So I'd I'd love you to have a guess. Well, I, I'm thinking you're going for Vestergaard. Yeah, and I think you're just being facetious there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he is um, at the top of his game, and I'm sure he's had one game where he's been top. Yeah. I'm really am torn between two players here, and neither of them play for us. Ah, right. Um, so on one hand, you've got Silver, yeah, who oh. you know is a is a is a classy player. Um Great experience, talks, you know, marshals his team really well. Yeah. On the other hand, you've got who I think is a great player is Rudiger. And yeah. what I like about Rudiger 
is the same sort of thing that I like about Fafana. His uh, his physicality, you know, he's so aggressive when he's going to try and win the ball. He's a bit of a, <coughs> um, you know, he's 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 not a likable character, is he, uh, Rudiger? I think that's safe to yeah. to, to say. Um, but he's a he's a winner, and he. He wants to get the better of whoever he's playing against. And because of that, I'm just going to nudge him in ahead of Silver. And I have literally sort of just changed my mind on that. I thought you were going to go for Silver. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Um, but uh, you're not going to go for Amati then, as, as Renly said. No, I'm no Amati, no Johnny, no Soyuncu. Um He's no slouch either, Rudiger. I think he's got a bit of a pace, but because he's aggressive, he sort of manhandles the, his players out of the way before the ball even gets. The way that Maguire does it, when Maguire's on his best game, and he did it mm. so often for Leicester, he would be manhandling his man out of the way while the ball was in the air and the referee wasn't looking. He was very clever at doing it, and Rudiger's a mm. similar player. I mean, I've got to say, Craig, I, I'm. I'm... Damn impressed that you got two Leicester players in there at the moment. <laughs> it was very close with Pereira, I must admit. Well, I know, and and as I say, I could have I could have understood if it had gone uh, that 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 way. Now, um, again, I have a feeling because we, we're talking um, centre, um, defensive defender here, here. defensive mid midfielder yeah. here. Um, it's going to be between two, isn't it? And this, to me, is probably going to be your hardest decision of this. I'm guessing we're talking is... Mr. Kante versus Mr. Indeedy. No, it's Kante and Chowdhury. Um... <laughs> <laughs> or let's just stick Chowdhury in then. Let's just go for it. Yeah, it's, it is Kante and Indeedy. And yeah. Jesus, I, I mean... You talk about, you know, I had this conversation with someone at work today and you talk about the qualities of one player and then you start saying, yes, but what about this? Yeah. What about the other? I think if we had both players at the peak of their game, I think Kante would walk it because mm. I think he was just phenomenal. And what I like about Kante, people talk about Kante just being a defensive midfielder. But I think it's often overlooked that when he gets the ball and sees a space to run into, he's a fantastic ball carrier as well. Um, yeah. For those who, who can remember it, the uh, when we won the league, uh, the game up at Man City, the, the Mares goal was started by Kante seeing a gap, winning the ball, seeing a gap, and charging into it before giving it um, to Mares. And he was fantastic at that. And he still does that to a certain extent. With Wilf, I think you have a bit more power. Probably you've got a bit more of an aerial threat as well. So defensively, he offers more mm -hmm. um, from uh, sort of free kicks, corners or whatever. I, I'm, I'm going to go with Ndidi and I'm going to base that now on the fact that he's 24 and he's sort of coming into his prime. Kante is, I think, 29, 30. Um, and just sort of maybe his best days are behind him a little bit. But that that is that is probably the closest decision of the whole lot as to which way to go. Ask me totally. again tomorrow, and I'd probably change my mind. 
I was very listening to you intently there, very interested in that decision because I was asked the same question on a show earlier in the week. And <laughs> the funny thing was I said exactly the same as you. If if we're comparing then for Kante, sorry, now for sort of what Kante was like then when he was at his yeah. peak. Well, he's, he's, he's not past his peak, no, but, not. you know, uh, and indeed I would have to go for Kante as well. But I actually did go down on the side of Ndidi yeah. purely because he has got those few years on Kante mm -hmm. and could could you know he's obviously going to get better you know i think players do so that, that was very very interesting and you you could have sort of read my script and and read it back out to be honest with it's you it's worrying that we're agreeing chris i know this is it I, it's yeah. like it's like we do the tuesday show the x on the pitch with julian watts we we can't find anything we disagree with <laughs> we're just agreeing all the time it we need we need to start arguing more yeah. um we have still got five plays to go so we will see um i i, I mean i you know i've got me uh, me perez card ready to play at some point so i'm sure you have as well uh, on the left of the two center midfielders you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this one till last because this is probably the most contentious one of all of them. Oh, oh, right. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. It is Perez then, folks. Right <laughs> on the um on the right side okay. of midfield. I mean, it could be either of these two, but um, Tielemans. You know, Tielemans has to be in any any team. I think um, he's just a, a, a class act. You know, and. It's it's going to be the first time that we've had to play without him uh, in a competitive Premier League game. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting tomorrow to see one yeah. how we cope without him, but two who actually steps up. That will be the good question. Um, I, I still don't know why this comes up as a keep Dillamans. <laughs> Maybe know, that's I his always... full name. I don't know. I don't know, maybe, maybe it was always Yuri before, but uh, now then, I, I'm, 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 I nipped out early and nipped down to my local bookies and had uh, had a fiver on this one being Perez here. So you better not let me down. Well, so which one are we? Are we? Are you, you want me to do the other midfield now, or do you want me to leave that till the end? I don't. Oh, sorry, I thought you were leaving it till the end. So yeah, I'm going to leave that one to the end. So are we going? Yes, yeah. uh, so we're going. Attacking mid here, yeah? Attacking mid, yes. Hi, uh, hi, Terry. Thanks for listening in. Right. Um, yeah, so again, we've got a few here. We, we, we've obviously got Perez, the front runner. Perez, um, Perez, Perez, Perez. <laughs> we've, got, we've got Madison. Um, we've got uh, Barnes, who I could move inside. We've got Ziyech. We've mm -hmm. got um, Pulisic, who I think is a fantastic player when he's fit. He's not yes. fit enough. Um, but in there, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Mason Mount in there. I was just about to say. I, I was thinking there's the one you hadn't mentioned there. Uh, Loftus Cheek. Did he kind of get a thought? No, at all? To, to be honest, mm -hmm. no. There's there's too many, and and obviously I don't really want to give too much away about who may be filling that other gap. No, no. Um, but no, I mean, I really like Mason Mount. I don't think he started the season particularly strongly. I think he's come on a little bit more now. Yeah. I think he's, yeah. he's starting to get a bit of stick from England fans as well who, who think that he's had some dodgy performances for England. And I think that's a fair point. What I like about him, in the same way that I really like, excuse me, Gallagher 
over at uh, at Palace, who obviously is a Chelsea player as well. So yes. he's probably going to come back next season into the Chelsea team. Is there energy? And yeah, I think if you look at Leicester's midfield, if there's one thing we lack, it's that energising player. Someone who is a, is a busy body all on the go. You know, going back to the likes of Muzzy, is it? Uh, even going back a few years, who was that similar player who also came out of uh, came out of Chelsea? Um, uh, so that's what yeah. I like about Mason Mount. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, I've already filled it in for you there because you didn't put him in <laughs> midfield. I presume you go for him. In... <laughs> I am shoehorning him in. Uh, yeah. I've I'm, I've got to keep Brad's end up here, if you pardon the expression. <laughs> We've got well, to... <laughs> I take it it's not going to be Perez. <laughs> it's not, but I hope you've got some Perez merchandise in amongst all the stuff that you're bringing out. I, I, I <laughs> you're talking to the Willy Warmers earlier. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Who are we having on the left of the front two? We should have some bench warmers rather than willy warmers. Yay, bum bum. Are you on form tonight, Craig? Thank I like you. it. I like it. Um, let's slip in a little Jamie Vardy there. A uh, little slipping on his uh, Charlie and his, uh, his uh, vodka. <laughs> I think we could talk about these together because the, the other one's going to be Lukaku uh, up front. Yeah, no, yeah. So, the... so for me, I mean, you've almost got an ideal partnership there. You've got one who wants to look in behind, uh, running behind, and then you've got Lukaku who likes coming into feet, playing it out, and then going in behind as yeah. well. So I think the two of them would work uh, fantastically well together and give any any opposition uh, centre halves a really tough time um again the physicality in that wait for it renee wait for it um <laughs> yeah i think i think the two of them non-stop running physicality i think they would be a handful for anybody to be honest and i think they would work well as a pair yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, it's amazing that Jamie Vardy. What is he now? Is he 30, 34 Or I think I think he's just a couple of years younger than you, Chris. I think. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, he's nineteen then, is he? Um, <laughs> I'm just looking here, and typical. Uh, where do we go? Typical. They haven't got his age on his uh, on the particular page I'm looking at. But you know. But even now, and, and we know he's, he's around there. I'm sure somebody will tell us his exact yeah. age. But um, and he's still getting into these teams, and not just our teams. He's being picked for the you know other yeah. um, best teams and everything. And it's amazing at his age, blessing that he yeah. is still doing that. I think the thing is, and obviously he does have a dip in in certain games where he doesn't he doesn't sort of live up to the expectation that he's bought. But yeah, I think everybody knows what a. a on top of his game, Jamie Vardy can bring. And I'm not sure there's anyone else like him in the league because he he plays on that edge so well. And uh, yeah. his finishing has improved. I think often he's, you know, when he's when he's not on the top of his game, he can snatch at things, um, which is disappointing. And you think another day he would have finished it. But when he is on his game and he's really confident, he's a fantastic finisher as well off both mm. sides. Um and he, I mean, he's, he's, he'll go down into folklore at, at Leicester, and quite rightly so. Uh, I can, yeah. well, I can tell you his height, 
and I can Same tell you his weight. But yeah. <laughs> they don't even on the LCFC page. They do not have Jamie Vardy's right. Let, I'm going to go on to Wikipedia because at I the th- end of the day, I, I mean, if you just put into Google how old is Jamie Vardy, I would imagine it's going to come up. In that you yes, but I would have thought it would have been on the Leicester website, wouldn't yeah. you? He's probably 34. told him not to put it. 34. 34. Right. Well Thank you. Rene, you you were close with 35, but uh, no cigar. 34, Uh, basically, the the same number of minutes it took Chris to find it. Yeah, like you knew. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? If you put the three options up, I I would have gone for 34. I would have stuck my little paddle up. And um not not on this show you won't mate. (laughs) (laughs) You you keep your little paddle down. Uh, hopefully, in your merchandise, you've got the Leicester City A, B, and C paddles that I will, uh, right, I will let, me, let you have for a small fee. I, I'm both must. I rang. I rang the guy that's doing it for me on uh, when on Thursday. Mm-hmm. He wasn't available. He rang me back today. I missed his call, but I have got a list there of different things that uh, I am going to try and uh, try and get sorted out. I will add. Yeah. I will add paddles to it just yes. for you. Just for yeah. you. Just, just bear with me. Yeah. <laughs> Luca, good evening. Thanks for joining us. It is not a bad team, that at all. I must admit. Yeah. I must admit. I will so, take that. He's, yeah, so, he's so, back. Hang on. Wait, let me just. This has to have this. If you're going to do what I think you're going to do, <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me give you let me give you the stage, sir. Thank you. Yeah. So for anybody who hasn't seen our quizzes, um, firstly, why not? Uh, and secondly, <laughs> we're looking for new challenges. Um, uh, we, we have the the the, um, uh, the race, as it's called, uh, based on no um, existing quiz shows whatsoever. But then Chris will yeah. obviously ask questions, and then there are three possible answers. And I, and I manufactured these lovely little A, B, and C um, paddles to show all they need now is a little uh, Leicester City logo in the corner, and they would be available for you um, in Chris's shop, and I shall take a small fee. But thank you. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> what What can I say, sir? What can I say? If I tell you what, I'm going to ask you a question at the end then so you can actually use them. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they certainly put me off now. So now, uh, now, now you've uh, now you've now you've shown mm. your paddles to the world. Um, yes. <laughs> and I can just say, I have I am impressed with your paddles, sir. And I was from the word go that you the effort that you've put in compared to <laughs> to Dan's red coloured in. A, B, and C. <laughs> you, I think you I think you'd psyched him out straight away. There, you'd put him off I with that. That was my plan, uh, and obviously because he's from Burnley, I knew he'd be struggling by the time he got to the third letter in the alphabet. So, <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went oh, yeah. to psych him out. So, uh, oh yeah, watching Dan. Good evening. He, he's got a soft spot for your paddle, Craig. Not many, not many. Right. Um, so we are, we, we've still got a little hole to fill. Um, mm. And um, what is the left to centre midfield? Yeah. And this may be a bit of a surprise to a few people. and uh, But it's a player that I've been really impressed with this year. I think he's been at Chelsea two or three seasons now, and 
He's not really had a consistent run of games. Um, but under Tuchel, um, uh, under Tuchel, he's, he's getting a consistent run of games. I think he's potentially injured for tomorrow, so um, so we won't have to come up against him. Um, but it's, it's the guy that you struggled to mention earlier. It's Kovacic. <laughs> um, now for me he's been really either. he's been really impressive this season he he's he's sort of a box to box he doesn't get forward too much but he's already scored i think two or three goals this season but what he has got an eye for is a killer pass he's very much a i would say almost their version of telemans not as good as telemans obviously but no he's got that aggression to his game um he can break the play up, but he, he takes it forward as well. As I say, I think he's he's quite high up on the assist board this season, but he has scored a couple of himself. And uh, I've been really impressed with him. Of all the, the players that they've got there that, at Chelsea this season, he seems to be one that Tuchel is trusting quite a lot in that midfield now. And yeah. um, I think he's having a great season and uh, he completes the lineup for me. I must admit, looking at that, I mean, we've got um, one, two, three, four. We've got five five Leicester players in there, which I don't think is bad at all. Um, but let's be honest with you, if that team was to turn up on the pitch, you'd, you'd, you'd give them the win, whatever, wouldn't you? It's a, it's a good-looking side. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a strong side, that is, isn't it? And um, unfortunately, uh, it's not going to be our side. Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, you know, yeah, there are one or two contentious ones and they could have gone either way. You of know, course, I, yeah. I don't think necessarily that would have got any stronger with by adding any more Leicester players, but no, there's definitely no. two or three that could have gone to Chelsea and you couldn't really have argued, which shows you what a fantastic uh, squad they've got at the moment. It is, and shows why they, why, why they're... Why they are where they are in the league. I mean, when you think, I haven't even mentioned Havertz, who I think is having a much better season this season as well, who could have easily taken that 10 spot where Mount is as well. So, yeah. I mean, you've got Werner, you've got uh, Ziek, you've got Pulisic, you've got Havertz, you've got Jorginho, who's having a decent season. You've got Aspelaqueta, who's not in there, Alonso, Silva. I mean, when you think of the depth of that squad, it's, it's amazing. And, and I think... We're really up against it tomorrow, particularly without Tielemans. Um, and I think I, I think Chelsea will, will see it through and they will be that whether they'll get pipped, I don't know, but I think they'll take the fight right to the end of the season. Yeah. And I've got to say, I don't know who this guy is that's commented <laughs> here, but he said there no Perez. I think this disgusting yeah. i think uh, i think we should we should do, we should do a sky we should terminate your contract have you signed <laughs> the contract yet <laughs> you know not freelance yeah. <laughs> right uh, now um ren has been asking about this all, all all show so let's uh bring it in now and we will have a look straight after this at our predictions for the game all right, all right, Chris, this is Neil Razor Ruddock here. No, no, you're huge. A Leicester City fan. You run the website, Facebook, the Twitter site, Leicester Till I Die. That's what you are, Chris. I'm Leicester Till I Die. I'm Leicester Till I Die. Anyway, Chris, well done for doing all the hard work for Leicester City. All the best, son. Neil Razor Ruddock. Aye, aye, Chrissy. Aye, aye. 
never gets old. <laughs> Unlike us. <laughs> Unlike us. And can I just say that he is the, the, the gentleman on whom I base my physique on. So <laughs> I, think, I think I'm getting very close to it. Well, we're going to have uh, – these are the scores that we do on uh, LeicesterTillIDie.com. Uh, you can go on there and you can see um, the little league that we have with myself and the ex-players. Uh, I'm not doing very well in that. I'm not doing very well in predictions and anything at all this season. I've gone for a 2-2. Um Ian Marshall's a lot braver than me. He he hasn't got the affiliation maybe to Leicester that I have, and he, he will vote against it. He's gone 2-0 Chelsea. Steve Walsh, he'll, he'll never go. He'll never vote against Leicester. He's gone 2-1 to City. Jerry Taggart and Ian Wilson have both agreed with myself and gone 2-2, or I've agreed with them, whichever way you want to look at it. And Steve Linux is agreeing with Ian Marshall, and he's gone 2-0 Chelsea as well. But what we're going to do here, um, Craig, is I'm going to say... Three scores here. We're going to go A, which will be a home win. Mm -hmm. B, which will be a draw. And C, which will be an away win. A, B, I haven't got, I haven't got the timer, so I can't tell no, you, unfortunately. I, I don't need it. I, I am surprised, uh, shocked there, that nobody's gone for us to have a clean sheet. But um, <laughs> I, I know. I know. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew that that would ever happen? Yeah. Well, um, drum roll. I am going to go. You're going to go for a draw as well. Well, I am. I've got. I've got a little feeling this is going to be. I'm going to go for a one-one. Um, I think, uh, as Dan mentioned, uh, you know the way Burnley played against them. I think. I think they're fallible. Um, mm. I don't necessarily. I, I can't see any team really over, turning them over this season, you know, and, no. and winning by two or three. I think they're going to be in any game, but you know, they have been. You know, without Lukaku, they have shown that um, you know goals can be a little bit harder to come by. Um, and even Lukaku was going through a, a bit of a, a, a barren patch to, just before he got injured. So um, I think it could be tight. And uh, so, and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm hoping that we can come away with a very um, valuable and well-earned point. Yeah, Rene covering us, um, covering himself there. Rene, are you a, a, a male or female, Rene? You got to let me know. I don't want to, I don't want to change change your sex. Uh, saying two-one Leicester or a draw. So, yeah, can't go for a Chelsea win either. I mm. mean. They've they've only lost one this season, Chelsea. Um, mm. But they've only let four goals in. I know, <laughs> I know. And they scored um, twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Really. I mean, he's he's got that balance. You know, you talk about how, how it's difficult to get the balance. Some teams will um, go all out attack, but they'll let in. You know, like Leeds did last season, and, and Villa probably to a certain extent yeah. as well. You know, they weren't tight at the back, but they would try and score more. But he seems to have managed to find the blend uh, of keeping them out at the back. You know, they all say, don't they? The really the the best teams are built on a tight uh, defense, and um, and same with us when we uh, won the league. I think that's probably about six or seven times we've managed to mention that we've actually won the league. Um, but I think, <laughs> never you know, enough, had, never no, enough. We had a really tight defense as well, uh, in that season. I think we had that run of four consecutive one nil victories. So, yes, I think Tuchel's got that right. He's got that defense, uh, pretty, 
pretty sound and then he's got the talent in front to go and score goals. So I think a 1-1 will be a great result. And and when you were just looking at you know, the, t- the one team that beat them was Man City and it kind of, mm-hmm. you know, most people would say that's the one and two this season. So, yeah. you know, it, it is looking very scary. Unfortunately, I don't think the you know, yes, the point, would be grateful and I'd probably jump the jump at the point now, but I don't think it would do us an awful lot of good in the great scheme of things uh, move, moving forward. And this is the difference because I think this time last season mm. we would have we would have been talking about possibly a Leicester win or a Leicester yeah. going for it, but kind of obviously with the season we're having, we kind of sort of yeah, well, let's take yeah. a point. You know. But we know, as I say, you know, we 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 beat them in the FA Cup. There's another yeah. nod to a, a trophy that we've won. If there's any um, Spurs fans watching, um, and uh, you know, have you so... had a Red Bull? Have you had a Red Bull, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we 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 know we can beat them, uh, but mm. we've got to be on the top of our game. Uh, and I think, sadly, I think we're going to have to be on the top of our game just to get a point tomorrow. Yes, I think you could be right, but then. This is Leicester City. And it's football, and that's why we love it. It is. It could be anything. Craig, thank you so much, young man. You're welcome. Do you want to just mention before you go again, what what did we win in 2015-16? I think we won the Premier League, amazingly, and then we won the FA Cup last season. And and, and don't forget the Community Shield that we also... Uh, uh, The what, sorry? Sorry, the what? Oh, sorry, the, the English Super Cup. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> we do not use the CS phrase <laughs> on this group or these shows at all. So the English Super Cup, quite right, sir. And you are looking for contestants to, to take you on uh, in the race, which is a straight shootout quiz between yourself and opposition fans. And, of course, we also have the big fat football quiz named after myself, when uh, when you you set the questions, we've got a couple hopefully coming up on that. So, we have, uh, yes, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yes, but yeah. If anybody wants to come up, and um, I know uh, Dan and Brad are both um, game for a rematch to avenge their um, defeats. Um, mm. But yeah, if anybody wants to come and uh, try, then that's fine. And uh, I, I think I I'm think sure it's only going. it's it's only a matter of time before I'm knocked off my perch. I'm sure. I just think it's like, you know, I can see Brad and Angan, like, best of three, and then be best of five, you know. Best of 13, come on, let's carry this on. It's 12-1, but we'll have best of 13. Next, next goal, the winner, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. Craig, thank you very much, young man. And um, we will see you possibly twice next week, because we've got Europe next week. Indeed, so, um, indeed. Yeah. We will see you then. Take care right. and have a good Cheers, weekend. Everyone. Enjoy the match. Cheers, Cheers now. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, Chris. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks to Craig there, my wise old owl. He um, he knows his stuff. And I think he picked a very, very, very good combined 11. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, so what is coming up next? This is... It is um, tomorrow, um, 
Where are we? I've got my flu jab in the morning. I'm glad I've just reminded myself of that. Um, about three o'clock, if I'm back in time to watch the match, we will have the post-match show with Brad. So three o'clock tomorrow, we will be back for that. And if you missed the show today, well, don't worry. This is where you can catch up on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube or on your podcast, your favourite podcast platform. And that includes Apple, Spotify, Google, Podcast Addict, Anchor, to name but a view, or via Smart Speaker. Just asked it to play the podcast, Leicester Till I Die. Thanks to watching and everybody who watched and thanks to everybody who listened on the podcast. And I, um, a special thank you to Rene. Thanks for joining in, mate. Um, some good questions in there for us. Uh, Ankit for joining us. Uh, Melina, uh, Terry, everybody that joined in. Thanks very much. It always, always helps. Uh, words and pictures. Thanks very much as well. Um, yeah, it's on BT Sport tomorrow at um, 12.30 kickoff. Oh, another early start. Let's hope, hey, let's hope they've got their alarm clocks with them this this weekend, eh? We, <laughs> we hope, we hope. But thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And thanks to everybody that joined in. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock for the post-match show. Have a good one. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. So people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.